Welcome to the Location Independence Club podcast, where we share the best ways to market and grow your online business. We kick traditional nine to five jobs to the curb and embrace financial and lifestyle freedom. I'm Geneva, your host, and my aim is to inspire you on your journey to location independence. So you've just started your online business as an influencer. You've read the stats. Influencers are making big bucks. And you know you're just as capable of doing it too. But you decided you're not going to have a blog or a Facebook page or Twitter account. You're just going to focus your attention on Instagram and YouTube only. And no surprise, According to the 2019 Influencer Marketing Survey, the top two most strategically important social media channels for influencer marketing are Instagram at 89% and YouTube at 70%. So well done on choosing those platforms. Before you started your online business, you put a business plan together so you knew exactly what you needed to do in the order you needed to do it. And so far, so good. You understood from the beginning that it's going to take time to build up your following and you're willing to put in the work. You had a few hiccups when you first started, but now you have your image together and you know just what type of brands you're willing to work with that align with your image. And you're resolved not to compromise that, even if that means you need to hold off a little bit longer before you get your first sponsorship deal. And we know how difficult that's going to be because right now you're not making any money. So a sponsorship deal from any brand will be tempting. You're so proactive that you have your content calendar mapped out for the rest of this year and the next. And you already know which networking events you'll be attending this year. You can't afford a publicist right now, but that's okay because your best friend is trying to get her online PR business off the ground too. So she's willing to help you for free. How awesome is that? You've planned everything. That is everything except one thing. Wait a minute. This one thing, it's so crucial to your success. How could you forget it? You know that it's not easily acquired. Most people have to build it. In fact, entrepreneurs who have it flourish, while those who don't inevitably fail. In this episode, we talk about courage, but not just any courage. Having the courage to be disliked. Courage in general is so important for all entrepreneurs. Because entrepreneurship is a scary endeavor. And there are so many fears that entrepreneurs have, such as the fear of failing or of not attracting your ideal client or of disappointing your clients. And of course, the things that entrepreneurs fear will vary depending on their industry and the challenges they face. But rarely does anyone ever talk about having the courage to be disliked. It's not really a fear that most people have. In fact, most people don't even think about it. When you start an online business, how often are you thinking about your potential haters or internet bullies? They aren't exactly top of mind, are they? Sadly, in the world we live in today, someone, somewhere, 
will have an issue with you about something. And I don't care if you have an audience of one or one million. Someone will have an issue with you and they'll let you know it. This is just the reality. So if you want to start an online business, you better brace for it, baby. Case in point, when I first started my YouTube channel almost three years ago now, I innocently thought that if I stayed away from political, religious, racial, or even controversial topics, I would be safe. Safe from being attacked on the internet. Of course, I was wrong. My first video was titled, 10 Things You Need to Know Before Moving to Miami in 2017. And in that video, I simply listed 10 things that most people aren't aware of about Miami until they actually live here. I don't even recall whether or not I said I liked or disliked those 10 things. I simply listed them. That video got a ton of views and comments, mostly positive, but some really not so positive. Actually, some really nasty comments and even dark comments. I was shocked. What did I say? What did I say in the video that was so wrong? What did I say that was so offensive? No, no, no. People were misunderstanding me. I didn't mean any harm. I certainly didn't mean to offend anyone. I tried to explain myself. No, 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 no. You got me all wrong, I wrote. I didn't mean it that way. I'm sorry, but my apologies were ignored. Then I realized that these comments weren't going to stop anytime soon. So what could I do? Should I take the video down? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to ignore them. Then I quickly learned that I can automatically block comments that have specific words in them, specific words that I chose. Derogatory words, racial slurs, profanity. So I did that. And here we are now in 2020, and I'm still receiving comments on that video and others. Again, most of the comments are positive, but there are still a few that I have to ignore. Having an online presence means you open yourself up to these things. You're essentially a target now. Just know that if you give your opinion about something, or if you don't give your opinion about something, either way, people will have something to say about it. If you speak too fast, or too slowly in my case, according to one of my critics. If people don't like the wall color and background of your video, if you state actual facts instead of your opinion, or if you offer your own perspective according to your personal experiences and not the experiences of others, trust and believe me when I say, people will voice their displeasure. And it basically all boils down to one thing that my dad used to tell me when I was a little girl, which was, you can please some of the people some of the time, but you can't please all of the people all of the time. It's absolutely impossible and unrealistic, not to mention exhausting if you tried. Even if you're only attacked once a year by a bot or a silly person hiding behind their computer screen, it's still a bummer when it happens. And it's often off-putting because you take pride in the content you put out. 
You put a lot of energy, a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of hard work into the content you put out. And most people write positive comments. And that reinforces your determination to keep going. But all it takes sometimes is just one, one negative, nasty comment to throw you off your game. But imagine if negative comments happen often and were consistent. It can become pretty tough to deal with. In fact, many have been so discouraged that they've quit altogether, even believing some of the negative things that were written about them. Having the courage to be disliked isn't easy, but it's necessary if you have an online business, especially one where you are the brand. Here are my top four tips for accepting being disliked. Number one, focus on the positive. Just keep in mind that there will be more people who are for you than against you. People write to me all the time and they tell me how much I've helped them and how they appreciate my content. They often encourage me to keep it up and I do. It's very encouraging to hear. But even if you don't think you have an audience right now, you have your friends and your family. Let them be your motivation to power through. And sometimes you might need to talk it out because it's normal to feel bad when you're disliked or people reject you. So having someone in your corner who you can confide in it's definitely a good thing. Number two, learn to ignore and block the haters and cynics. Did you know that you can block people on pretty much all social media platforms, including Instagram and YouTube? More than likely, your haters will come in trickles instead of droves. So it's easy enough to block them. You don't need negativity in your life because they only serve as a distraction they keep you from focusing on what's truly important, which is building your business. Trust me when I tell you that there will be plenty of things that you'll be stressed out over. Negativity from internet gangsters shouldn't be one of them. Number three, stay true to who you are. Many of us are guilty of trying to change ourselves to what we think others find more acceptable. But when we accept the fact that some people will like us and some people won't, it makes it easier for us to stay true to who we are. Now, I'm not saying that if you have bad habits, you should stick to your guns and keep your bad habits. There will be people in your life who will encourage you to make improvements for your own benefit. It's up to you to be able to distinguish the difference between those who criticize you because they dislike you and those who give you constructive criticism. Number four, own up to your mistakes. We're not perfect and we will make mistakes. It's inevitable. You might actually say or do something that is truly offensive to people. If you feel remorse, do the right thing and apologize. Even if you don't think that your apology will be accepted, even if you think it's going to fall on deaf ears, do it for yourself if nothing else. And remember, there are more people who are silently watching you than there are who are vocal. So if you feel remorse, speak up and tell people. Let them know, hey, I did a bad thing or I said the wrong thing. I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. Someone out there will appreciate your humility. And for the most part, people are reasonable. They'll recognize that you're not a superhuman. So that's it. Those are my four tips. 
But before I end it, I want to leave you with one final thought. Being disliked isn't always a bad thing. Ask yourself, even if it were possible to please everyone in the entire world, would you really want to? Think about it. Think about all the people in the world. Everyone. Do you want to please everyone? Okay, put it this way. Think about the worst person you've ever met in your entire life. And imagine that person wants to be your friend. Now, would you be able to reciprocate a friendship with them? They're still a bad person. You can't change them. They're awful, okay? Would you be able to please that person? Probably not. I hope not. When you think about it that way, you can see, hopefully, that you definitely don't want to please everyone anyway. And I would go so far as to say that if you were able to achieve pleasing everyone in the whole world, then something is seriously wrong. Thank you all for tuning into this episode and I'll catch you next week. Until then, be well. Be well.